Hello and welcome to MacPreneur, the show that helps entrepreneurs from all around the world run their business on Apple Gear. My name is Damien Schreurs and here we go for today's episode. So, in today's show, I'll share with you how I use my Apple devices to track both my professional and my personal life. This topic is particularly important for entrepreneurs who want to stay on top of their business while keeping an eye on their personal well-being at the same time. Before diving in, I just wanted to thank you for listening to the show. I truly appreciate you fitting the MacPreneur podcast in your busy life. If it's your first time, welcome to the MacPron tribe. You're joining listeners located all around the world. And if you're listening for a while now, I'm super grateful that you're sticking with me. And I would love to have your feedback by shooting me an email at damien at macpreneur.com. Because I want to help you make the most of your Apple gear, even between episodes, I've prepared 30 tips for iPhone and Mac. Among other things, you'll learn how to operate your device faster and tame notifications, which will make you more productive on the long run. To sign up to this free email course, just visit macpreneur.com forward slash tips. So now let's dive into today's topic. I've chosen this one because uh, I've been dealing with some health issues lately, uh, mainly headaches. And after a bunch of doctor's appointments and and CT scan, I finally started to track my health uh, more seriously. It's funny because I believe I have quite a good grasp of what's going on in my business, but for my body, it's uh, it's a different story. So if you've been listening to the show since the beginning, you might recall that I'm tracking my sleep with a Fitbit for a few years now and for the number of steps. I used the Fitbit first and now I've replaced it uh, by my Apple Watch uh, since the beginning of 2018. Now, a few weeks ago, so the time of recording, it's beginning of uh, 2019, my wife asked me what I was doing with all this data. (laughs) And to be honest, I struggled to find a good answer. I couldn't find one that actually justified why I was tracking all those things in the first place. So... This question, combined with an accountability call that I had two weeks ago, led me to on a quest for a way to track my health in a more meaningful way. And I think I have found just the right app for that. But before going through that one, uh, let's review the different categories of things that can be tracked and how we can apply this uh, on your business and your personal life. There are two types of uh, indicators. So there are leading indicators and lagging indicators. So a leading indicator is is something that can give us uh, an insight before an event happens. And a lagging indicator is something that will give us a measure of what's happened after an event. So uh, some examples, it's uh, a queue at passport control. So you're getting out of uh, the airplane and you go through, uh, through the border control 
And so the queue is a leading indicator. So how many people are queuing in front of you? That's a leading indicator. The average time that to go through passport control, this is a lagging indicator because you can only know the time after you went through passport control. But if you imagine, if you kind of calculate in your head how much time a person it takes for one person to go through passport control and you have the length of the queue, you can have already a rough indicator of how much time it will take. So before even going through it. Uh, another example in, in a business context is um, the number of uh, prospecting phone calls that you make. It's a leading indicator. Now, the number of sales conversation is both a lagging indicator and a leading indicator. It's a, it's a lagging indicator because it will depend from the number of prospecting phone calls that you make. But it's also a leading indicator to the number of sales that you will be making. Uh, as you see, some indicators can be both leading and lagging based on, uh, on their context. Uh, in a personal uh, life, the amount of carbohydrates that you consume in a day is a, is a leading indicator, while the fat percentage or the, the waistline is a lagging indicator. Okay, you can track those as much as you want. If you don't, um, yeah, if you don't change what you actually eat, it's uh, it's yeah, the the fat percentage, everything those are recorded uh, after the fact. Now, in addition to leading versus lagging, there are also two types of metrics. There are actionable metrics and there are vanity metrics. So an actionable metric is something that you have control over and actually allows you to make meaningful decisions. A vanity metric is just something that looks good on paper or that makes you or the outside world feel good about you or your business. So, for example, an actionable metric is the number of sales conversations, which I, I talked about. This is actionable because if you track that and you see that suddenly the number of sales conversations is going down, you have to, you, you can decide, you can, you can make changes in your business in such a way that this increases again. The, the length of the queue at the till of the supermarket, it's also actionable because if, you, if there are five tills and you see that uh, three of them have a very long queues, you can decide to go to the one which has the, 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 the smallest queue. And um, on the health front, the number of steps that you've walked today until until now or since the beginning of the week it's also an actionable metric because if you see that you have not yet achieved your objective you can course correct you can decide okay it's 5 p.m i'm only halfway through the steps that i wanted to make today let's go for a quick walk now examples of vanity metrics it's uh, the number of monthly unique visitors to your website yeah, it's, uh, it's nice to see that you have visitors. And yes, maybe it could be a leading indicator in the sense that the more unique vi uh, visitors you have, the bigger the probability to convert, huh, to, 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 
to have somebody maybe buying or downloading something on your website but still it's a vanity metric um, it's also well it's a vanity metric doesn't mean that it's uh, not good it means that if you for instance want to advertise on your website with that number you will be maybe able to get a better rate on the ads that you will have on your website the numbers another in vanity uh, metric is the number of followers that you have on social media uh, again it makes you it can make you feel good it can make other people feel good or feel bad if they have <laughs> less followers than you but uh, yes that's uh, another example of vanity metric uh, another one is uh, on the business side if the, the, is the cumulative total revenue since you've started your business yeah it's a nice indicator uh, the number of tasks that you have accomplished since using a new online service, for instance, or the number of 5K, 10K or half marathons that you've run in your life. So, yeah, it, it looks good on paper or maybe sometimes on, on a CV or something like that, on a resume, uh, but that's about it. Now... Let's apply this uh, this concept to, to to the business. So, the idea is to to have indicators uh, from different the different processes that you have in your business. So, let's take the the sales process for instance. Uh, example of indicators: so, so the number of prospecting phone calls, something that you uh, you should track. The number of sales conversations, the number of sales. The conversion rates, so the number of sales, uh, the number of sales conversations that lead to a sale, the weekly, the monthly, or the quarterly revenue, the profit per sale, the profit per project, the profit per customer segment, the profit per individual customer. So all these are uh, related to to the sales process. Now for the marketing process. For instance, then the number of social media posts that you uh, published in the during the week or during the month, the time that you spend on on social media, but not just browsing social media, but interacting with prospects or commenting on uh, other people's posts, and uh, the time spent or the number of interactions in in forums or online communities where your ideal customer hangs out. Now, on the operational side, uh, for instance, the time that you spend traveling versus the time that you spend actually providing value to your customer. The time that you spend in after-sales support versus the time that you spend actually providing value to your customer. And um, if, like me, you go on-site and, and you do customer visits, the time that you spend preparing for this customer interaction or the time that you spend after the visit so all the here we it for operational processes is, is mostly time tracking uh, or based on different kinds of tasks that you do so like the time that you spend on admin task versus the sales and marketing tasks versus the operational tasks and see how you spend your time the time that you spend 
in the business versus the time that you spend on the business. So how, how do you do that? How do you track that? Well, I'm sure that most of you are already doing it. Uh, and I, I will imagine that most of you will use a kind of spreadsheet. So this is the most common way to do the, the tracking. So you use Excel or you go use a Google Sheet and you will track all this in, in, in a spreadsheet. Now, some CRM, you can integrate that uh, into, for example, uh, Podio. Uh, I'm, I'm using Podio. And there I already do some calculations so that I can uh, already calculate the profit per sale or per project and even uh, per customer. All this is already calculated and uh, accessible in my CRM. Uh, for time tracking, there is a web service that I recommend, that I, that I use and I like a lot. It's called Toggle, T-O-G-G-L. And they have uh, both a mobile app, so for iPhone, and also a desktop application, so a native Mac application. And uh, Toggle is really great because you can define projects, you can also define tags or categories. And so there's a you can really fine-tune the, the tracking of your time and afterwards creating reports and, and, and really knowing how you spend your time. And this is, this is really good. Now, looking at our personal life, there is a framework that I like a lot and it's called the Wheel of Life. Uh, it's a nice and, and visual way to categorize the different facets of our life. So if you're not familiar with the, the wheel of life concept, I've put a link in the show notes from Mind Tools where they explain it's an article that explains the wheel of life. But in a nutshell, you you, you segregate your life in, in different buckets like your relationships and you can even go and fight you and you can say, okay, my the relationship with my spouse or my partner, the relationship with my children the relationship with my family and my friends. So it's it's a bit of looking at the different uh, hats that you can wear in, in your personal life. Then there's health. And, and if you want, you can also like do physical health versus mental health. You can also look at your finance. You can look at uh, your career. You can look at uh, leisure, how much recreation you, you do. So this is uh, an... This is a nice way to actually look at your life from different angles. Again, which tools can we use to track this in our personal life? The most obvious usually is a spreadsheet. So we usually start with Excel again, Excel and Google Sheet. But we can also use a note app. So notes, the notes app, the built-in notes app uh, on your iPhone and iPad and Mac. Uh, what is good as well is that you can password protect uh, individual nodes. So if you have more sensitive data, you can actually passport, password protect them. Now you have other tools huh? like uh, Microsoft uh, as OneNote. So if you have an Office 365 um, subscription, then you can use uh, OneNote. And then there's an, another service that's quite well known. It's called Evernote. And it's a, it's a web-based service for which you have 
uh, application, native applications. You can download a native Evernote app for your Mac and an Evernote app for your for your iPhone and iPad. Um, even though you can use that as well for journaling, you there are actually dedicated journaling apps. So it's it's another way where you could you could track your your mood, for instance. And uh, so um, there is the, the day one app, which is good for, for journaling. It's a dedicated application. It's a paid application. Um, there's something else called five minute journal, which is uh, also uh, a nice way to, yeah, to, to journal. Um, in the show notes, I will put a link to an article from uh, Zapier. Uh, from their blog it's uh, the best uh, journaling apps uh, in 2019 um, and then uh, for time tracking again uh, i use toggle i use toggle for both my personal life and my uh, uh, business and actually i have different i have configured different what they called clients so i have easy tech is one client and then i have a a uh, personal client as well um, and then now let's go into the the health tracking app that i found recently and that, that i really uh, love and it's called symptom tracker by the developer track and share track and share is uh, t-r-a-c-k-n-s-h-a-r-e in one word track and share and um, what I really like about the symptom tracker is that it's very customizable and so it's, it's a database format if you want but it's a visual database and uh, because it's, it's uh, on an iPhone it's touch it's really uh, it's easy to, I, f- I find it quite easy to, to use once it is well configured it's not necessarily easy to to customize it but once it's customized it's really great to use now there are different kinds of indicators that you can track with uh, with these applications so there is a a yes no uh, indicator so for instance did you meditate today after meditation you tap on it and it's a it's a yes and you can toggle if you tap on it it will toggle between yes no and nothing you can have time indicators like how much time did you sleep how much time did you exercise today and you can enter actually in uh, hours minutes seconds even if you want there are counters like how many times did you drink a full glass of water you tap on it plus one plus two plus three and at the end of the day you see how many glass of wa- glasses of water you have you have drank um, you can also have numbers like how many calories did you ingest today so you can enter a number with uh, even with decimals if you want another great type of indicator is called it's a visual scale with icons so for instance for the pain they have uh, there it's predefined there is a range of emoji faces from green to red with like uh, when it's green it's actually smiling and when it's red it's actually frowning a lot and uh, with labels like uh, 
uh, worst from none to worst possible or uh, mild, moderate, strong or severe. So for in, for instance for the for the headaches it's uh, it's very useful. Now you can uh, also have severity so it could have it could be low severity, medium severity, high severity from not at all to very much it's just uh, uh, you can also have from light to heavy and um, and levels so it's like really you see like a, a, like a, a cursor that's going from uh, uh, from very low to very high um, and also if you want you like that's for for sleep I use that also for sleep from uh, below normal to way above normal so like uh, how much did you sleep today and if i had my s roughly my seven and a half hours of sleep then i will say normal and then if i have li like six hours of sleep it will be below normal and if i have nine hours of sleep it's above normal uh, you can also put grades like at school uh, f plus uh, D, C, and, and so on. And you can also have completion levels. So like it's, it's a circle that's either empty or a quarter full or half full or three quarter full or fully completed. In addition to, to these uh, icons, you have notes. So you can actually type stuff, type, type text. You cannot... Uh, you cannot import pictures or you cannot put uh, clickable links and so on. It's, it's a pure text note, but at least if you want to, to journal, you, you could use it also for journaling. And the last type of indicator, it's the weather. You, so you can actually, if you want to track the actual weather that, that, was, uh, that you had during the day, you can do that. Or you can use also that as a metaphor for your for your mood or for your happiness level for instance so you you could use the different uh, like the cloud or the sunshine for expressing uh, for tracking how you, how you felt during the day now some of the indicators are already created for you but you can create any that you like and you can even add your own icon to an indicator. So, for instance, there was there was an existing one for coffee, but there was nothing for tea, and so I created an indicator called herbal tea. I found uh, an, an icon online. I saved it in the camera roll, and then in the application, I customized the image and I went and looked and took the the icon that I that was in my camera roll. And so now I have a nice tea with a leaf, a teacup, sorry, a teacup with a leaf as the icon for herbal tea that I consume during the day. You can group, so the, the indicators can be grouped in different categories. So in the app that I'm using, I have a, a sleep category, a pain category, health category, food category, and Indicators are not restricted to a single category, so you can decide to have some indicators in more than one category. So, for instance, 
uh, headaches for me the, the indicator the headaches indicator is visible both in the sleep category and in the food category because I want to see to, to try to correlate my headaches with how much I sleep and the kind of, of food that I eat uh, yeah um, tracking is done on a daily basis so yes uh, it's it requires yeah some that, that that you that you remember to go into the app so it, it requires discipline but if you're if you have that level of discipline then you're able to actually do tracking on a, on a daily basis and at the, at the end you can even look at the evolution of an indicator over the course of a day so for my headache so i can look at the day and i can see how the uh, severity of the headaches are progressing or changing over the course of the day and in addition to that for each indicator you can access a calendar so there is a calendar view showing you the evolution of the indicator over the course of a month so it's a, it's a nice way to take a take some yeah to have a, a quick look a global look at how the, the indicators is changing throughout uh, the month now what sets this app really apart from the other ones that i i have uh, looked at it's the graphs section so for a given category you can see the evolution of all the indic indicators either day by day week by week or month by month by month and uh, so for the for the numerical and the scale indicators, you can even specify if you want to see the average, the maximum, the minimum, the last value, the frequency. So it's for for a data nerd like me, it's really uh, it's really heaven because you can just tap on the screen and it it will switch between the different types of graphs. And it's for this, it's actually much better than than Excel, for instance, because in Excel you would need to fiddle a lot to have the same kind of um, of interactivity you can also toggle between bar charts line graphs and if it's available like uh, the smiley faces for the headaches you can also look at the icons and so for instance uh, yeah for the headaches i can see the minimum for the day i can see the maximum for the day i can see the last smiley uh, icon for the headaches and so you you can really fine-tune the way you look look at the result and um, at the top of the show i mentioned that i had a hard time explaining <laughs> to my wife how the data i collected uh, about my sleep was useful but now it is because i'm able to visually co correlate the amount of sleep with the severity of my headaches in the morning for instance um, now, the app is a bit rudimentary, and so it is not uh, linked with iCloud. So the developer did not actually put anything that saves data via iCloud or syncs data via iCloud. So the da the data, the database is uh, is purely lo local. You can make a backup of your database. Uh, obviously, if you do, if you have iCloud backups, everything will be backed up to iCloud. But 
when you will restore it, you will only the restore the, the last version. But you can manually back up the database to either Dropbox or via email. But again, you need to do that manually. There is no automatic uh, option or automatic syncing with Dropbox or with iCloud. Now, it's also possible to export data in, uh, in tabular format uh, by email, either in, in HTML or in a CSV format. So to open it in, in Excel if you want afterwards. So overall, as I said, I'm being a data nerd. I really love uh, this application a lot. At the same time, I recognize that the interface is not the most intuitive or the most user-friendly. So it takes a little bit of, of fiddling. And so unless you're comfortable with uh, tinkering a little bit, this app may not be for you. It may be overwhelming. And as I said, what, I, what is really missing for me is the integrated iCloud storage and sync because now it's on my iPhone, but if I go on my iPad, I cannot see the result and so on. At the same time, it also means that from a privacy point of view, there is less concern because the data is only on the device. Now, obviously, unless you manually export the database to Dropbox or via email, obviously. Now, in terms of, of price, uh, the Symptom Tracker app is a paid app, which costs €5.49 in, uh, in Europe, in, in Luxembourg. But there's a free trial called Track and Share Lite, L-I-T-E, which is limited to 12 entries per indicator. So that, that was, in my case, it was actually enough to test it for two or three days uh, and, and really test it uh, thoroughly. So... Uh, you can anyway you can always customize it to your completely to your liking so you that there is no restrictions in in the type of indicators or the categories you you can you can customize everything you want but it's for the tracking side of things so if you start tracking your sleep or headaches or things like that if you track start the tracking then you will be limited to 12 entries per indicator. And that means that after a while, you will see a message telling you okay, that now you, you need to switch. So if when you're ready to switch, if, if, if this is something that you really like as well and, and you want to switch to the paid version, it's quite simple. You just back up the database from the free trial. So either you send the database to yourself via email or you export it to, to Dropbox, your Dropbox account. Then you purchase the unlocked version of the app and you re-import the database that you created with a free trial. So you re-import it either from Dropbox that you can do from, uh, from the interface or on if you open the email, you send, you share the, the database with the paid app. And voila! Everything is ready. You can continue tracking your health on your iPhone based on all the customizations that you have made in the free trial. So that's it for today. I hope uh, you found this episode useful and that you have a better idea 
of uh, how you can use your Apple devices to track important indicators for your, your business and, and your personal life. As usual, a transcript of this episode and all the links will be in the show notes available at macpreneur.com forward slash episode 28, where you're more than welcome to provide feedback in the comments section. Actually, I'd love to know what indicators and tools you're using right now for your business or your life. And if you decide to try track and share, please let me know what you think of this application. And until next time, I'm Damien Schroes, wishing you a great day.